This episode of the Be Real podcast is brought to you by Amina Altai Coaching. Amina Altai is a leadership and mindset coach to high achieving women who are ready to take their work and lives to the next level. She helps you break free of people pleasing, perfectionism, and poverty mindset to claim your purpose, find peace, power, and prosperity. She has been called the fairy godmother of careers. She is an expert in residence for Entrepreneur Magazine. She has shared her wisdom in Goop.com, NBC, and more. If you're ready to connect to your purpose, release perfectionism, and free yourself of imposter syndrome, use the code BEREAL, a value of $150, and schedule your free clarity call with Amina. Email Haley at AminaAltai.com to schedule your session today. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the Be Real Podcast. I'm Diana Gasparoni. I'm a visionary psychotherapist, CEO, and founder of Be Well Psychotherapy and Be Her Programs. I am Ednisha Salisbury. I am a therapist, speaker, trainer, and co-creator of Black Woman Be Whole. Each week, we will talk about the journey of mental health wellness. We will talk about why your mental health is just as important as your physical health and the connection that being mentally well has on all areas of your life. We will be interviewing psychotherapists, doctors from both Eastern and Western disciplines, authors, change makers, thought leaders, and more. Our mission is to bring you information that is both thought provoking and encourages you to look closer at your mental and emotional well-being. We give you tips and insights to taking the next steps. If you have already gotten into the door, we'll get you to go a little deeper. Each week, we're going to have real conversations, helping you work through your mental wellness questions and reminding you that you are not alone. Mental wellness is our passion. We practice what we preach. It is our mission to touch as many souls as we can with this content and leading you to a place of mental clarity and well-being. So for the next hour, let's work together, lay back on the couch, and get real. Welcome back to Be Real. It's me, Diana Gasparoni. And fun fact, I am not alone. I have been. I'm back. Hey, girl. I know. I missed you. I missed you, too. Um, I did. I really did. <laughs> I wish you, I hope you had a chance to go back and hear the episode with Michelle, because that was one of those times where you would have been prepared and done your research <laughs> on the guest. And I literally was like, what is happening? I mean, she was amazing, but I was like, oh my God, why did I was not prepared? I was so not prepared, <laughs> but she was so good. So I hope people have listened to the episode with Michelle um, and her journey to the top of Machu Picchu, but woof, I was not quite ready, um, but I am happy to have you back. I'm happy to be back. Um, very exciting. <laughs> we are here together and I I mean, I haven't, and the other day we were working in the office together. I didn't even see your face. So this is really nice. I heard, so guys, so the dog monkey comes to work. Ooh, yes. So I heard monkey, right? <laughs> uh, and I heard Diana saying, shh, <laughs> as I was in session with someone. <laughs> I know. I'm going to, but I never I, got I, a chance I, to actually see you. And then I, I go know. by her door guys and I listen to see if I can hear her. <laughs> and the first, okay, right. Cause, but I know I can't just walk in guys. Cause you know, she could be in the session, but it's so funny because when I do walk by Diana's always laughing and I'm like, I'm a, they must really enjoy their sessions. Her clients. Cause she is in there. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm some like, what is going I, on you know, in Wednesday, I got a good lineup. 
<laughs> right. The laugh just now that yeah. that's all you hear yeah. like coming out of the office. And I love it. Cause I'm like, I would love to laugh, but I guess my sessions are not things that I'm not laughing in my sessions, guys. I guess that's what's happening. So my therapist is not laughing because I'm not laughing. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I think it depends. Some of some of them I don't laugh, but I think no, uh, I know I, I get know. it. But I do, I do, I do laugh a lot. It's true. Well, I mean, I've missed you, obviously. You've been away. You went to a sex conference. We're not going to talk about all the details of it today because we're going to break it down and have you share it at another oh time. my gosh well and what one thing i will say guys it was so educational i learned so much and i am excited to bring a lot of stuff back to my clients because from what i understand there are therapists out there not comfortable talking about sex i am not one of them no so, you are not no i am not and it was in atlanta so like the weather was beautiful. Yeah. And I went and did karaoke every night until like two, three in the morning. And then I would wake up for a 8.30 a.m. workshop. Oh my goodness. You're so funny. And funny, <laughs> I can talk about sex in the room way easier than it's going to be for me to talk about sex on this podcast. And we all know why, because my mother listens to the podcast and it's easier for me to talk with the door closed with my patients. But she can't hear me. She's going to listen to this one and it doesn't matter how old I am or how long I live. It's still going to be a thing. I'm going to call it's it a- applesauce. When we have that okay. session. When we have that applesauce. applesauce <laughs> when we have that one. So I wanted to add this into our new introductions. It's a new thing, right? So okay. I was listening to somebody else's podcast and mm-hmm. um, both, both the co-hosts okay. talk about upcoming things that they have going on professionally outside of this podcast and we don't nice. do that. No, so we don't. I think moving forward, they call them church announcements. We should call them something else. I don't yeah, want to steal we'll from something else. Right. So I, I don't know what we're going to call them, but right now I think you should tell everybody who's listening what's happening with black woman behold. Oh, wow. Okay. So for you guys that don't know, well, number one, I have another podcast called black woman behold. But we did a takeover on here. So hopefully you guys heard those episodes, right? So I have that going on. And also I have a four-week course that will be coming out called Healing Through Truth Telling. And um, that's actually done, finally. Um, I'm working with a brander and marketer to help me kind of market it and brand it and get it out to the world. Um, I did get an email from my publisher yesterday because um, we put together a full-on workbook that goes mm-hmm. with the workshops that we've done um, that focus on like communication and healing and sisterhood. So um, I'm super excited about that because that's almost done. And I, in the New York area, I will be doing brunches, um, which will be super cool because it's kind of like brunch with a purpose. Like, you know, you come out and um, we talk about how you are communicating. Are you feeling seen? Are you feeling heard? Are you feeling supported in your life? What does that look like? You get a chance to fellowship with other women. Yeah. And you still get to, you know, listen to music and, you know, shake your booty a little bit because, you know, that's what brunching is about. (laughs) Um, Oh, I. You know, Diana didn't know about. I didn't know that you that part, that right? Part so all of these things know. that I am doing, and I am on meetings until like nine o'clock at night. 
after I see clients. Um, I'm also a supervisor at Be Well, so I'll supervise other therapists. So I'm working all day, basically, guys. Well, I know you're working all the time, but I think it's, I was, I'm excited to know, first of all, I want to know what's going on with Black Woman Behold, but I think our listeners should also know where they can get you outside of the treatment room. So you, um, you often have a wait list at Be Well, but I think- I do. Which, which is great. And then, um, but there are other ways for them to connect with you. So that's really important for them to know. So make sure that we have those dates and times for when you drop your course and uh, your next brunch. Yes. That's super exciting. So over, um, my turn, my turn, my turn. What do you have going on, Miss Diane? You no, know, I host a podcast. I co-host a podcast called Be Real too. with Denisha. Be Well is in New York and New Jersey. And we have... Uh, openings in both places we have a new therapist that starts next week blaze jacobson thank you very much she will be oh yeah in, oh yeah she'll be in our new york office taking new patients and we have uh we are seeing people in person in both locations and virtually which i think is really important and most important uh we launched indigo 108 last week and we our health- did we did that was exciting and fun <laughs> very exciting and our health and well-being initiative is up and running with liz Bueller Walker, our director of health and well-being, and she will have a mini takeover of the podcast in um, December. And our we have a live event in October with Susan Miller on going back to school, get it back to school and parenting workshop. So that is what day, Jessica? The 19th at seven. Yes. Can't wait. So you can sign up on the website. So that's what we have going on. Right now, we're going to move into today's episode, which what are we talking about today? Well, as we all know, it is going into fall. We are we we are smack dab in fall now. Like it's official. The day that we're recording this, guys, is October 1st. So we are officially in fall. And for a lot of people, they, I don't want to use, they, they suffer with, they deal with seasonal affective disorder. So some of you guys may have heard of it. Some of you may have not. Some of you may have it and you may not even know what it's called, but it is a form of depression. So um, it's, I guess the way we would look at it is like people with SAD kind of experience mood changes and kind of symptoms similar to depression. Um, The symptoms usually occur during the fall and winter months when there is less light, right? And usually improve, I guess, during the arrival of spring. Uh, The most difficult months for people with SAD in the U.S. tend to be January and February, of course, because that is when we have the least amount of light. And while it's much less common, some people also experience um, it in the summer. Um, but I don't think we talk about it as much, but we definitely wanted to make sure that we mentioned it. Um, it also has been linked to biochemical imbalance in the brain, um, kind of prompted by uh, like shorter daylight hours and less sunshine um, in the winter. Um, so as the seasons change, people kind of experience a shift in their biological internal clock. Um, that can cause them to be like out of step with their daily schedule. Um, So I would guess that is more common in people living far from the equator where there is fewer daylight hours in the winter. Before we talk about it, we kind of just kind of wanted to define it. So you kind of have an understanding of what it is. I never think of the equator. I mean, I should, (laughs) but I was like, oh, that's such an interesting fact. Like that the closer you live to the equator, the less likely you may be to have sad. But right. Interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I was on vacation someplace that was like right right near the equator. I'll have to Mm -hmm. look at my passport and see. (laughs) 
because I can't like the lot the memories shot but um I remember the days being really long it was really Mm -hmm. nice huh yes yeah I mean this is a really good time for us to have this conversation as we are in fall and then eventually we will fall back into uh daylight savings which is like a hard shift that day I always think of the next day as like we should have it off from work it should be a holiday everybody's jet lagged I think there's statistics, which I did not look up, but I think there's statistics <laughs> about um, car accidents on the way to work and people. Uh, really? People rushing. Yeah. I, That's really that, interesting. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know this. I don't know the statistic, but uh, that is, that's uh, uh, a soft fact. I'm not going to say it's a fact fact, soft fact. Okay. Because I definitely think I've looked it up before. <laughs> Just not for today's episode. So what facts do you have for today's episode? for um, you know, our listeners do I have I you come with the facts I I, I come with the <laughs> definitions and the interventions that's all I have. okay yeah. so it's about five percent of adults in the U.S. experience that and it typically lasts for about 40 percent of the year so when we say five percent it's about 10 million people so it's a nice amount of people I nice also live with someone yeah <laughs> who and I'm going to say suffers with seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it not only impacts his mood, but I think it impacts minds as well. Because to see him, you know, dealing with it. And so I guess I should probably talk about like some symptoms if I'm talking about what I see. Right. So I think that there is oversleeping that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, there is appetite changes. There's definitely very low energy. Withdrawal. Uh, Yeah, that withdrawal and isolation can be really rough. And I think that lack of motivation to see him just not be able to do like common things that he would normally be able to do, um, it's it's really difficult. And for so long, I think for a lot of us, we don't acknowledge it because we may not know what it is. Um, I think we call it sometimes like the winter blues, you know? Yeah, definitely. But it's so much more than that. Yeah, because there is a, there is a chemical shift in the brain. And so mm-hmm. what is happening during that time and how it affects the people are, well, how it's affecting the person who is having this experience and like the anxiety and the fight to try to move through it and, or give into it because it's just becomes habitual every year, unless you have an intervention, right? Like, so, and then as the person who lives with the person with seasonal affective <laughs> disorder, it like how if you don't have it, it causes so much frustration and tension, right? Like, because some of the things that you, your expectations of your partner or your child, even right. If you're mm-hmm. not like, if you are a parent and you have uh, this expectation that your child is going to be the same, but not the same, but you know, like have very similar behaviors that you right. trust you become, there's tension and frustration that you aren't anticipating for like the day-to-day things that you are normally take for granted. So being prepared, not, I mean, you can only be so prepared, but being mindful of the season change, how it affect, how it's affecting you, how it's affecting your communication, how it's affecting your relationship, uh, what your expectations of your people are, I think have to shift a little bit for sure. I think it definitely shifted for me, but I didn't know. Right. So I think it's so important that we are able to kind of verbalize it to people in our lives so they can have our understanding and also give us some grace. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's some compassion there. Cause if it, if not, it felt like he was just rude, like, and mean, 
that's what it felt like for so long, right? Because that like lack of motivation, he would kind of withdraw from me. He would gain weight a little bit because his eating habits changed and he just wanted to sleep. And it just felt like I wasn't important too. And when I did talk to him, it felt like he was a little irritable. So I think it's so important that like, if we can talk with our partners around and just the people in our lives in general, like what's going on with you? Like, cause it's like, I always, the, the clients that I do have who, who have it, it's like, what are the people in your life saying, you know? And they're like, right. they're asking, how, yeah, yeah. What are they saying and how are they responding to you? Like, mm-hmm. what, are, what are, what are the, like, I think they're saying something to you and also responding to the way that you are behaving. And yes. you might need the exact opposite of how, what their responses are. Um, so really being able to articulate what you need during, mm-hmm. during, during this pattern of time that you, you are uh, either, you're just becoming aware of it because you're listening to this podcast or something that you have been aware of advocating on your own behalf and using the people, your support system to really help you put some of the things that you need in place. Like if in fact you need to sleep a little bit later or your food needs to change or you need, you need your partner to have more patience with you mm-hmm. being able to talk about it so that especially your partner, I mean, you just made a great laid out a great scenario, right? Like you're, he's not being rude. He just doesn't know how to ask for what he needs. Right. Yeah. And Cause it can be very distressing and yeah. overwhelming for the person who has it. And actually it occurs more often in women, but it does occur in men too. So, um, but I think a lot of people think about, um, the fact that it's more, it occurs more in women, but 20% of men, it it occurs in men too. But what's interesting is we actually have my partner here today. He is home and he is not on a meeting yet. So he said that he would come in and talk to us and give us a little bit. And listen, guys, I have to tell you. I told him about this today and I said, Hey, this is what my podcast is about today. And he's like, okay. He's like, well, why didn't you ask me to be a guest? I was like, oh, I didn't know we were acknowledging it to people, to ourselves. Because we're at the beginning of seasonal affective disorder and I didn't know where I could go. (laughs) I was like, we're still learning, still learning curve. (laughs) And so he's going to come on. I'll probably let Diana ask him a couple of questions. I might chime in just a little bit on the back end, (laughs) but I think it's good to actually hear from someone who has it and like what they've done. And for so long, he did nothing, right? Like, and a lot of us suffer in silence and it's important that we don't, we don't have to do that. There are things, and we will talk about it later in the show that you can do to help yourself. And, you know, of course, as therapists, we're going to say go to therapy, but there's other things as well, guys. There are other things you can do, but we are going to say go to therapy. So we're going to take a little break so that Anisha can go get her man and we'll be right back. (laughs) All right. We now know that mental health is equally as important as physical health. That's why Be Well Psychotherapy has created a space for personalized pathways designed to fully support your particular journey of being human. We provide both in-person and virtual sessions where clients can make real, authentic, professional relationships with a therapist in real time. 
we ensure our clients feel completely secure regardless of their mental health concerns. The first step is understanding the benefits of therapy, and next is finding a resource that can speak to your specific goals and needs. Our diverse, all-female staff serves 500 patients monthly and are dedicated to fostering growth and change in each session. With offices in Midtown Manhattan and Hoboken, New Jersey, we are here to make sure that everyone has easy access to the best of mental wellness on their own terms. Because maintaining good mental health is something we all need to be doing for our overall wellness and real growth. So book an appointment today at bewellpsychotherapy.com. So I told them that you are actually finally acknowledging that you have seasonal affective disorder. I've always acknowledged it. But he won't get no help. But to, he just stresses me out you, every fucking Have you acknowledged it out. out loud or to yourself? Both, both. Do you the, do the it? help that I get is um, taking a flight usually to South Florida in December. Oh, yes, my you extra do. Dose of sun. You do like Miami and sometimes you end up in Mexico. I I know. Very often, yeah. Very often. Cabo is the location of choice. <laughs> Uh, Cancun. Cancun. Easy. Easy easy to get to. One flight. One flight. Absolutely. Um, Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. So So I do acknowledge it. What do you do when you, when it's like January and you can't, I mean, of of course you can get on a plane, you suffer. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any, do you, like, what are some of the things like during the winter when you can't get on a plane that help you? Um, I will look at pictures of beaches. Um, what else would I do? Um, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, I, I try to recreate a, a warm environment. So this place is usually kind of toasty. So it, it helps. That helps. I bought him a light. He doesn't really use it, but I, I was just going to say, do we, have we, have we used the light? I hear mixed things no, about the light. I haven't. I bought it. He just doesn't use it. You're supposed to do it like at least 30 minutes a day in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that could be really helpful along with CBT. So they say CBT is really CBD. CBD. No. CBT. (laughs) Cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. Listen, I thought thought we were talking about CBD too. So I was like, oh, we're talking about CBT. We're talking about actual homework. Well, it helps with the negative thoughts. Like, so to be more proactive about it and maybe not looking at winter as a negative thing, right? Like, so what are the positive things that you can do in winter so you can stop looking at it as such a negative time? So maybe that will help with your thinking a little bit and how you feel as well. What Does it help when you are outside in the winter? Like, I know you guys go skiing. Mm. I happen to know a little bit about your extracurricular activities. So this I, I is know, kind of fun for me. I'm like, well, I know you like to go to Mexico and I yeah. know like we get some skiing in and then there's a scavenger hunt in Vermont. Like there's stuff yep, 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 yep. So that we're outside. So, so it depends, check, right? Check, check. So I, I think one of the, the biggest issues is commuting to work, right? So for me, that's an hour out, not necessarily in the elements, but I'm mm-hmm. out. Um, and, you know, taking the train for an hour is not the most comfortable thing. So that that adds to the depression. And then you have sick people on the train. Um, so, you know, if we go away skiing, then it's like, all right, I'm doing this activity that I enjoy. Um, there's that upper ski, you know, you know, we'll have some. I mean, isn't and... that why we ski? Yeah, for the app yeah absolutely. 
Absolutely. Oh, fun facts, friends. Fun facts. So uh, I don't know if you know this, Aldrin, but um, this past year I made uh, Jeff a skier. I made him a skier. I brought him skiing and he enjoyed it. And this we should put on our calendars, all four of us. My niece got a job at Snowbird. Where's that? Park City, my friends. Oh, the good shit. I feel I hear I I think we have a be real weekend. I would love it. Sounds good. We were talking about Colorado too. Yeah. We were looking at some really dope um ski resorts up in Colorado. Park City's one flight, y'all. One flight. That's Drop always good. Drop right in. You're right there. You're an hour outside. And then there's like four okay. different mountains. No, but- say it to him. He's on here. Okay. So um Don did- asked him a question on the chat. So just say it. He's did the past here. 18 months make it better or worse? Um, I wouldn't say better, uh, because I didn't have to go out. So, you know, I pretty much stayed home. Um, I didn't have a cold. So it was really good for me. And, you know, the, the house in, in Queens has more sunlight. Mm-hmm. So it worked out very well for me. As a matter of fact, I have to go back to work on Monday and it's kind of depressing. Oh, you have to be back in the office. In the office. Yeah. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm thinking commute. I'm thinking, you know, shorter days of sunlight. Now I'm stuck in the office, whereas opposed to when I was working from home, you know, I can easily go out um, between meetings or during meetings if they're on Zoom or something like that and still get some sunlight and some fresh air. So it it adds to the depression. And now he has two dogs, which make him very happy. Yeah. Oh, I knew that. I was like, yeah, it's two. Did I miss miss that? I definitely missed the fact that there were two, but that must be helpful though, because you you have to walk them. You have to go outside. Right. So that's been really good for me. Um, You know, it forces me to go out at least twice a day um, to to walk them and, you know, play around with them. Those dogs need to go out three times a day, Aldrin. Yeah. Well, so, so here's the thing, right? (laughs) Monkey goes out three times a day. (laughs) I, I would love to. Um, but it, it really depends on the schedule and, you know, what time I have um, Zoom meetings and things of that nature. But they've been very helpful. They're amazing dogs, uh, very different personalities. Um, one is a boy, one is a girl. And the girl is much more affectionate um, than the boy. But she's also younger. So, you know, Aww. she'll follow you around, lick your ankles and your your heels. And she's just all over you, especially oh, when, you, when she hasn't seen you. Yeah. A hundred percent. They're the best. Although mine, mine's right there. So and and the I'm allergic. So. She thinks she's allergic. I think. Oh my God. I say the same thing to her. I was like, how can you be allergic to a dog? I don't think you really are. I've said yeah. the same thing because you miss yeah. out on all the love. So I don't you want do. you to miss out on all the love. I don't think you're allergic. I know you actually are, but I have said, I tell her all the time that she's, I was like, monkey's hypoallergenic. You're not allergic. She's like, and she That's doesn't believe true. that. No, yeah. no, she doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I think between the two of us, we'll eventually we'll we'll run win her over with the yeah yeah no doubt she she knows it's coming yeah <laughs> I mean it's so there's so much love but then you get the sunshine in the morning for sure because you're yeah. out then and he runs in the morning mm-hmm. like ten miles or something yeah how do you prepare for um, daylight savings which is so dumb but because uh, that shit, I, like, I, I, I mean that's like that next day is really hard yeah it's 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 more of a, a mental thing right so right now I'm, I'm realizing that the days are shorter as far as sunlight is concerned mm-hmm. um and it's causing me to kind of mope a lot um so now I have to think of well what can I do to lift up my spirits um continuously so 
still working through it. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because I've been known about this for years, but I really haven't come up with a, um, a concrete resolution for it. Well, I, did you, I feel like this year the it's the change of season is kind of sneaking up on me. How do you feel mm. about it? I think it's, it just feels different than mm. it has in the past. Um, I mean, you know, according to these um, meteorologists, this is the, the warmest um, September that we've had in a very long time, mm -hmm. which, you know, I can definitely um, feel that. And it's also been the wettest, um, basically but due to, oh. to Ira. Oh, yeah. But um, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed oh. it. Um, I mean, it yeah. is warm out. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Um, so I think last year I um, wrote this article about like being an emotional doomsday preparer right like basically preparing for like the winter so I wrote this whole thing and I just gave it to him today he's like you just giving it to me today you did this like last year I'm yeah. like yeah there's a whole list of things she that watched he should me do suffer and he should do so yeah hopefully I'll give him the list and he'll do some of it you hear that know. hopefully um, okay let's just be 100 clear I didn't know she wrote it either now so if neither you or I knew that she wrote it then she's just she's been perfecting it till she could give it to you because she just didn't want you didn't she didn't want it she didn't want it to I mean it was a published before. article it was published online okay. wow. hold on a second so she wrote an article that was published so we could get to the anxiety she's a disorder. celebrity now I am not I a celebrity, celebrity. If so Anisha wrote an article that was published and nobody knows. It was online. It wasn't anything major. You know that like the, they they would call me and be like, hey, can you do it? And I'll be like, sure. <laughs> okay. I'll do it. <laughs> I know you say yes, but like we should get you should get the accolades for your brilliance when you do things like that. You should let us know. Plus, it's a very helpful article for your man here. Right. Um, do you, okay. I would, if we will put the link to the article in the show notes, the other thing that I wanted to ask you, Aldrin, do you, what do you think is more, is it the weather change or is it the darkness? Oh, that, that's a really good one. Huh. Um, probably both. Yeah. Right. So for me, by the time I, you know, wake up and actually go to work, it's still a little bit dark out. And definitely yeah. by the time I come home, it's completely, it's pitch right. black. It's like, oh my God, I'm commuting in the dark. And then at the end of the day, yeah. it's, so, still, it's dark and I missed the day. Like that yeah. kind of thing. So the, the good thing is, is my, um, my cubicle is by the window. Right. So oh, we need get... to bump that up. It's time for you to have an office. I'm learning so much. Yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> well, so much bumping Everybody... it up for me is working from home permanently, okay. but it's all good. <laughs> all right. Listen, if you're going back into an office setting, you should have an office. Yeah. yeah. Especially because we've been like working home alone, like to move into that new setting of cubicle. Okay. Well, just I can talk to your boss. Please or do. better yet, <laughs> we can find out. We can find the article online that Anisha wrote about going back to right. work. <laughs> Let's see where it's published. I'll really I think find it's it. so interesting that so I'll many places have this like open layout, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't have offices. I just had a session earlier and her layout is all glass. So she's like, I can't even eat my meal without people watching mm -hmm. me, right? Like, 
I understand what the thought process was about these open layouts, but now we're living in a whole pandemic and we're back in the office. It just doesn't seem like a great idea anymore. No, that people like- don't have, you know, like that space away from others. You know, I, th- I, th- I guess they right. thought it would help us interact more, right? In an office right. setting. That, that's the whole purpose of yeah. it. But, you know, with but all now, these germs. Mm. With all the germs, one. And two, it's, uh, I was at an event last night and I was like, ooh, I have lost that muscle. I mean, it's there <laughs> somewhere, but it. I am like. The oh, social muscle? Yeah. To talk to like new people and all those things. It, I was just like, oh, oh. Okay. So I found like three people that I knew and then I was the last to come and the first to go. Aldrin. We need to let you go, Aldra. Let you go. Thank you for it's your time. Good. We appreciate <laughs> Thank it. You so we much. wish you could have done like a full on, but, but next you'll time be I'll able let to you hear. know. I should yeah. have said something to you this morning. She should, she should I didn't think he would have done it, which is the truth. Um, so but he was such a he was a great guest. We will have you See, back. Th- this is what happens when you live with a celebrity. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> bye. Bye. Oh, bye, Aldrin. I could talk about what it is like to be his partner. <laughs> That's the hard one. <laughs> I, I think it was harder when I was dating him because I didn't know. He never said anything and I just couldn't understand him. Well, what I think is was really interesting to me is just that... Um, He's very clear about why he has to travel, to why you keep going back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. There's something about that that, uh, I, I mean, there's, I know that you like to go all over the world, but I think if I was going to, let's just say, if there was an intervention that I was going to give to the two of you because mm-hmm. I was your couples therapist, my, right. I would, the compromise would be for the, for the seasonal affective disorder that you have a regular trip once a year to Mexico because there's the comfort of knowing where you are Mm -hmm. and then you have one adventure trip that is completely different yeah that's for you so that um he like you both get satisfied right like you're not going to say no to sitting in the sun in the beach chair there's just not there like so you're going to spend a week in a bikini it doesn't matter where you are you're not going to say no I know you Right. And so if it's the same place and you have that consistency and it feel like you don't have to think about it, you just have to be the whole point is to alleviate the anxiety and the depression. Mm-hmm. And it becomes something that is like worked into your relationship and we've taken out the angst of it from both sides. And then like, and it's on the calendar, you know, you're going to go and this is when you're going to go because mm-hmm. uh, you know, when the seasons are going to change, it's not a it's yeah, not news. Not a secret. And then you get to have your spontane- spontaneity and you get to pick like, okay, well, we, this, this is it. We've done that. We're, so can we do Kilimanjaro, <laughs> here we come, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. So um, that's my intervention for you guys. Just, and that's a freebie. I'm not even charging you. To that. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I think that as so we talk rate, about this. My rates are high. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Um, I think as we talk about this is important if people are able to verbalize this, yes. right? Mm-hmm. To the people in their lives, right? Be it a partner, a friend, a parent, whatever, right? It, it becomes so much more helpful because I can be so much more understanding if I know what's going on. And I, for, for so long, I didn't know mm-hmm. when we were dating. And it was just like, what's up with this dude? Like, right. he just seems so freaking sad. <laughs> like, 
like, like I know it's cold, but you know, you just don't get it. And you keep wanting more from a person who can't give you more. Right. And that can be very difficult too. And I don't, I didn't know how to have conversations around that. Right. Cause how do you tell somebody like, dude, I think you're a little depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also I think, I, I mean, having been, uh, uh, as part, I mean, I've pretty much been there since the beginning. So, um, I mean, it takes a lot to be able for, it's taken a, for him to be able to really articulate what, yeah, that it sees it, that it is what it is. And like, you see it in other relationships and you see it in people that when they come into the office, like they everything shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, yes, people are coming into the office. Y'all we're seeing people in person. Um, and also I think with the pandemic, with the isolation and being alone, even if you had a person, you were still home, um, there, you could like give in to the feeling more. Mm-hmm. And now with the shift back out there, I think there's people who do suffer from, uh, sad, such a terrible acronym, uh, <laughs> but, but, but it couldn't be any better though. I know like, it's, it's terrible, but it's it, also amazing it at is. the same time. <laughs> I wish it was like, more progressive. Like we could, like, it's like, I like the acronyms that have some action out of it. Right. <laughs> But um, we talk a lot about seasonal affective disorder in the fall, winter, but there are people who also have it in the spring, summer, right? right? But I don't, yeah. And it's interesting because that one is not brought up as much as the fall, winter. Um, because I think that, I wonder if the people who have it in the spring, summer know that that's what it is. You know what I mean? I feel like whenever it's talked about, it's really talked about in the fall, winter because of like the loss of sunlight. That's how it's viewed. You're gaining light in spring and summer. And so we don't talk about it in that way. No, we don't. And I don't think we give it enough attention either as a, as a community from our side, from the provider side, because I think the expectation, just the cultural expectations, societal expectations, sun's out, you should be in a good mood. I mean, and it is pushed on you. It's like a pressure. Like it's what spring, do you do? it's summer. Why are you not spring, happy? Spring, summer. Like, what are all your yeah. plans? What are you doing? Where are you going? What are you doing? Yeah. Where are you going? And, what you and that's not like that for a lot of people. Like I've, and I think that as a therapist, I'm noticing it more mm-hmm. and um, I'm talking about it in a different way. Right. And I'll say like, oh, you know, hey, you know, um, the season has changed. Like, what is that like for you? Like I'm noticing it more. I'm asking people about it more because in there, in a way, I want people to be able to acknowledge that maybe it does have a lot to do with the seasons changing. And maybe it's not some other things that they think it is. So we're going to take a short break here. And when we come back, we're going to give you some tips and insights and some takeaways for things that you can do to prepare and to get through a uh, seasonal change and work with your seasonal affective disorder. We'll be right back. Yes, we will. (laughs) We now know that mental health is equally as important as physical health. That's why Be Well Psychotherapy has created a space for personalized pathways designed to fully support your particular journey of being human. We provide both in-person and virtual sessions where clients can make real, authentic professional relationships with a therapist in real time. We ensure our clients feel completely secure 
regardless of their mental health concerns. The first step is understanding the benefits of therapy, and next is finding a resource that can speak to your specific goals and needs. Our diverse, all-female staff serves 500 patients monthly and are dedicated to fostering growth and change in each session. With offices in Midtown Manhattan and Hoboken, New Jersey, we are here to make sure that everyone has easy access to the best of mental wellness on their own terms. Because maintaining good mental health is something we all need to be doing for our overall wellness and real growth. So book an appointment today at bewellpsychotherapy.com. So we're back, Diana. Let's discuss some actionable items that people can kind of take away with them. And first, I think I really want to talk about Indigo 108, which is our new program at Be Well that I am super excited for because I think it could be really helpful for a season of effect, seasonal affective disorder. So um, yeah, why don't you tell uh, everyone a little bit about that? Why? Thank you. I'm excited to tell people about it. Yeah, I think as you were talking before, one of the things that's really interesting about our new health coaching initiative is that based on, um, because we work from an Ayurvedic perspective, which is a sister science to yoga, but also helps you be more in tune with nature and how you physically and emotionally react to nature and you find your natural flow during the seasons. So each season, Liz is there is a program, an annual program where you can update and meet with Liz seasonally to like, look at your sleep patterns, look at um, your food intake and not restricting your food, just like what you're eating, how you're changing your diet, how you're moving, what need, like, maybe you need more of this. Maybe you need less of this, how to get more sun, how to get um, more sleep. You need more, but also like really along with the work that you're doing in the room with us, you're really getting given permission to like sleep or, I mean, I'm thinking mostly because we are talking, we're right now we are talking in fall, right? Like we're starting to hibernate and that's okay. But like, as we start to hibernate, we get a little, like we just, as we were speaking to Aldrin, right? Like that's not his natural way to go. Like he wants to be out in the sun. So like Mm -hmm. what, what that anxiety brings up and she can give you actionable actions actionable actions, actionable, actionable takeaways to like start to really create a new season in your home and in balance in the body. And we can talk about it in the room a lot too. So they complement each other. They go hand in hand. Um, you should check it out. It's on the website Indigo, under health and well-being. I mean, I it'll think be in the me, show notes. It will be in the show notes. Everything's in the show notes. Um, I know. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> Everything's in the show notes. I do have clients, right? So first off, I I live with someone who has seasonal affective disorder, right? Like, and then I also have clients who have it. And I know that in the room, and I mentioned this like earlier about CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, but that is like short-term therapy, right? Like, so we're going to start to kind of challenge and kind of uproot those negative thought patterns and kind of try and focus on, I guess, like coping with winter, Mm -hmm. um, but again, that's short term. And so most of my clients, of course, they've been seeing me for a year or years, right? So yeah. as their therapist, someone who sees them either weekly or biweekly, like we're already preparing for winter right. and fall. Like we're already having conversations around like, okay, 
this is coming. You know what I mean? How are we going to deal with this when it comes? And I think for me, it's interesting because I would do like all of this research for my clients. So I become like a therapist and then I'm like a health coach. Cause I'm like, Oh, you can eat these foods. Like I am ready because I know how much it impacts their mood, right? How much of a change in them that they see when winter is approaching. And it is a real sadness that kind of comes over you. And you really kind of lack that motivation to do anything that's important, right? right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about, uh, and structure is really good, right? Like, so I'm talking about like, how are we structuring our days to make sure that you do have the motivation to get out the bed? to take a shower, right? Mm -hmm. To pay bills, to do the small things that used to be very easy for you become very hard. And I'm like, okay, of course, light therapy, right? Like buy the light, we'll figure out if it's working, try it 30 minutes in the morning, see how you feel about it. Exercise, right? Like trying to have like some type of habit Mm -hmm. already in place before the winter gets here. So then when it comes, it's something that you're continuing to do. Again, you have that structure. There, there's a routine that you already have. You know, I'm like, check your vitamin D levels. You know what I mean? Like if you have to get a totally. vitamin D supplement, like do that. I and there are great, different foods. I have a great vitamin D supplement. If it, I, It's not going to be in the show notes, but I have one. If anybody's interested, <laughs> they can email me. I'll give it to them. Because I think that that's, it is really important. And I do take vitamin D every day. And I put it into your, I put it in your email every Monday. Tell you, mm-hmm. remind you to take your vitamin D. It's really important. And I'm glad you said that because this is what I've been thinking of. One of the things for me personally, and I'm curious uh, with our listeners, mm-hmm. if, and I talked about this already, but the difference in being at home and now we're going back into the office or before, I mean, not all, everybody's going back in, but we're going in a hybrid schedule and all the different things that we're all doing that is all up in the, uh, whatever, it's all up in the air. But one of the things for me up until the beginning of the pandemic that I would mark the time by watching the sun out my window of mm-hmm. my office, right? right. And then- I, enjoy, I, I don't have seasonal affective disorder. I enjoyed that. Right. Um, right. But it was also like, gave me like, was exciting when like mm-hmm. I started to get more light. Not that I don't have sun coming in and out of my apartment <laughs> because I do, but there is a difference because of the, th- the different ways that I could distract myself at home. Right. right? Like at work, I'm mm-hmm. just like, this is it. I'm here. I'm at work. This is how I mark the time. It was very different. And I will say that um, I, I'm having a different feeling about it this year because I am going into the office one day a week and I happen to be there late. Yes, and you do. it has, I have a different, because I haven't been commuting and I haven't been like having to walk around at night mm-hmm. or do all yeah. of those things. Like it's a very different feeling. Also, I'm a very bad driver at night, FYI. And I've been doing the bougie thing because I only have to go once a week. I drive into work. I might have to start taking the train again, but we'll see. Because uh, <laughs> I might go. Yeah, on. no, I it's do think just it's different. important for you to notice the changes in you. Yeah. Right. And to acknowledge them and then figure out like, what are the things that I can do? And I think sometimes when we get to that place, we feel like there's nothing we can do. Like, this is it. Like, I'm just stuck. And I think Aldrin pointed it out. He just, you know, he was just kind of miserable. Yeah. And, and, and that was kind of it. And it feels very unfair. So like, and you know, he talked about, you know, his vacations are really important, but it is important to have something to look forward to. So I talk to my clients and like, you need to plan something. 
right? Because you know it's coming. So you have that thing to look forward to. So you feel really good. Like whatever day it is, November 15th, I know I'm going to Puerto Rico or wherever I'm going. I know I have that thing and it becomes really important. And there's like mood boosting foods out there, like eggplant, sweet potatoes, lentils, beans. But I think we don't think about all of the ways in which we can help ourselves. doing your homework (laughs) with the mood boosting foods. I love it. Yes. And listen, if you're not a meditator, like figure out, can you add that, right? Like meditation could probably be helpful. Like maybe some type of breathing regimen, like all of the, these pieces that like, you know, aromatherapy, do your research. If this is something that's impacting you, think about how, like, how can you lessen, you know, the impact I think is really important. Well, and hearing you go with, all of the things that you just listed. Um, One of the things that of course is going to come to mind is how we have packaged those two things together Together. at Mm -hmm. the mind body connection, the mind body connection. So it's so important as you're doing your research, right? Like we're looking, like we come to therapy, Mm -hmm. we can talk about it. We can figure it out. Like the two of us, me and the patient, Yeah, Uh, you and the patient, and we start to talk about it. And then as you're implementing all of these things, right, food and meditation, like we have created a package for you so that you don't have to run around and like, find the app, find the food, find the book, find the thing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so we gave, we put it all in house so that the month, because we, we see the connection, right? We see how you have to feed and then it just, Feeding your mind and feeding your soul is really important to us. So we wanted to make sure that everybody would have that opportunity. And people who have therapists in other places outside of New York and New Jersey can also benefit from Indigo 108. So um, it does work. It's a virtual program or an in-person program, and you can be anywhere to do it with Liz. I mean, she's going to be so cool. We're going to have to train more people, but... Which is going to be a good thing, but I think the great thing about, so yes, the pandemic for all intents and purposes has been horrible for many reasons, right? A lot Mm -hmm. of grief, but what it has shown us is that we don't have to do everything in person, right? Like we can do a lot more virtually and still get the same results. So what I'm realizing is that because I'm still doing um, virtual therapy. And I have the option for people to come in and they're like, Oh no, Anisha, like virtual works for me. Like they're still getting their needs met. They're still getting the results that they want and Mm -hmm. they don't have to come out the house to do it. Right. Like they wake up and they show up and I'm right here on the screen. It's, it's something really nice about it, but you know, again, there's people who are coming to see us. Right. But everyone is not on board again, because everyone is not back at work, but, um, yeah. Right. Figuring out how do you get back to work? I know there's is very anxiety inducing right now. And I think that the seasonal affective disorder is not helping. No. And I think that that's a really good point. I, I, I am also, I'm seeing a full caseload of people on a full mm-hmm. day of people on when I'm in the office for sure. And I have other, and I've moved the people that don't, you know, that aren't uh, ready or mm-hmm. have decided that this is a better fit for them but also like giving the option for them to come when they want to, like, just to like, to feel the commute. Like if, especially if you're going back into an office setting and you're not really psyched about it, 
And one of the reasons why you're not psyched about it is building the commute in and what it's going to feel like. Like, it's mm -hmm. nice to have that touch point with your therapist as like practice. Right. Because one thing about seasonal affective disorder is that there's the social withdrawal and the isolation. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like, if you're not going to work and you are experiencing that, you should probably come see me. Right. Yeah. So you won't be isolating all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can see what it feels like to get out the house, to have the sun on your face. You know what I mean? As you're walking to the train or the bus or however yeah. you get to me, you probably need that more than, you know, so I am pushing people to come back out because I do understand that social isolation has been something that a lot of people have been experiencing for months and over a year now. Right. And so, right. you know, it being dark outside is definitely not helping. And I always said I could never live in Alaska. Oh, my goodness. I could never live in Alaska where six months out of the year it was dark. I just think about that. Like, I, I, I mean, it didn't I don't have seasonal affective disorder, but I probably would <laughs> if I lived there. Yes, I really didn't never the idea of moving to Alaska never really crossed my mind. So, oh no, I bet there was I bet there was a time once that I said I was going to go work on the pipeline. I guarantee it. Guaranteed it came out of my mouth. It was all a fantasy of what are you going to do for the rest of your life? So, mm -hmm. um that was one of those those moments. <laughs> I didn't do it, y'all. Did not go work on the pipeline. No, I need the sun. I need to be outside. I like, I mean, this is my favorite time of year to be outside. I love the, I love the heat of the summer, but like, mm -hmm. this is like warm, warm, cool. But I do want to stress like therapy would be really great. And also antidepressants is really beneficial. If you actually start them before True. the winter, it can be really helpful for seasonal affective disorder. And also we've talked about the light therapy. It's actually like a light and it, it needs to be like 10 times the intensity of like your regular lights in your home and you can get it on Amazon. So like the things that we're talking about guys are things that you can really just go and pick up. You can get it right on Amazon really mm -hmm. easy. What also might be nice and I think would be helpful too is uh I I know that infrared sauna is back well is very happening right now. Mm -hmm. Um I just started doing it. Oh and, cool. uh it's really helpful. And, um, so, you know. it does, it does lighten the mood and it gives you that hit of warmth that, mm -hmm. uh, you're looking for from that moment on the beach that okay. we're taking Aldrin to Cancun for. And, and, and I think November we've been there January. like 12 times guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, but I, I like keep it. going because it's needed. I feel a I condo. Understand. I feel a condo. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we've come to the end. We've come to the end. I we think have. we're going to stop here. We did it. We, we did, <laughs> we did it. it. We've come to the end. Um, okay. What do we got? How are we closing up? We're still living in a pandemic. Yes, we are, ma'am. Yes, we are. So we still need to stay, stay safe. safe. Wash your hands. Wash our hands. Oh, it's okay to say no. There, There's a lot going on out there. Okay. It's okay to say it's no. Okay it's to okay, say okay no. to say no to hugs. Oh, okay. Oh, right? yeah. Like so you can high say fives. No. All of it. You know? High five. Wash your hands. Yes. Stay socially distant. I don't want yeah. you too close to me yet. You know what? And good to see you, but not that it's good. It's good to see you, but don't come in unless you ask first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we will see you guys next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. All right. <laughs>
and subscribe to Be Real wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are feeling it, how about a five-star review? If our conversation sparked a question, join us in the Be Real Podcast Facebook group. We hope that you have walked away with some new insights, curiosities, and ideas to better help you on your journey to mental wellness and overall well-being. I encourage you to go to BeWellPsychotherapy.com and check out our services and programs. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com. Okay, we have to stop here, but I'll see you next week.